there it good is. talk the home of where the talking so, is good it's your boy cody and the other guy tiny it's table me. big room good conversation mm-hmm. let's do the thing let's get the thing yesterday you said you had something to talk about <clears throat> i do and you didn't write it down so i hope you remember it's right you, here it's there it's, it's in all the brain hole. up here it's all in the brain hole the brain hole <laughs> yeah which means i've removed my brain no. from my skull and now there's just a hole where my brain was <laughs> So when I don't remember things, y'all oh. don't be mad. I have a brain hole. No, that's the brain pocket. <laughs> the brain pocket. You're talking about the brain pocket. I'm talking okay. about the brain hole. <laughs> There's a hole in the brain ah! <laughs> where where just information oozes out. Yeah, it's well. The reason I think it's a hole is because sometimes you forget, so it falls out of the hole. It's like a black hole. Yes, like stuff disappears. You in You put there. stuff in the brain hole that you feel like you need to talk yeah. to someone about, and then you forget about what it. What happens when your whole brain is the hole? Because <laughs> like I feel like the whole brain gets, hole. <laughs> Stuff gets put up here all the time, and it just disappears into the ether of the brain hole, like yeah. my black hole of a brain. Uh, do black holes really exist in space? Yes. And do they consume everything around them? I, I don't really understand the actual physics of mm. a black hole, but I believe that that is the case, is that things do get sucked into S- the black do hole. Do stuff in their orbit, like stars and stuff, get consumed into it? Uh, that's my understanding. <laughs> that's wild. I mean, I, again, I've not go? done... They don't, they don't know. No one knows. Marvel? I mean, Marvel Different might Different universe? Marvel might know. They have, they, they've already figured it out. It's, it's a... Multiverse. It's a... What's it? Rosenberry Bush or whatever? Or bu- what's the road? <laughs> the, what's the road? The road, the... Uh, that Thor's on? The, yes. The, I don't remember it's what it's called. called. Einstein Rosenberry... <laughs> I don't know. We need Noah! Einstein so Rosenbridge or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Einstein Rosenbridge. Uh, or, I feel like I need to... We got to figure this out. It's a... It's. Uh, I, I don't know what it's called. I threw Barry in there. I don't think Barry's in there. <laughs> it's, an Ein, it's a Rosenbridge of something. An Einstein Bridge Rosen... Uh, I don't know. I really like Thor, though. Uh, except answer. for the new ones. Like, hmm. I'm just going to keep talking. Nomad. Yes. I have a very important question for you. Are you there? Yes. <laughs> and no pressure at all, but if you get this wrong, you're not a real fan. What is the bridge for Thor's land? <laughs> that he travels on that takes him from universe to universe, planet to planet. The Bifrost? The Bifrost. Yeah, but there's a... What does Jane call it with the other doctor? They're looking for, like, what, an Einstein-Rosen bridge or something? Yeah. I think that's what they call it. You think? You should know. Man, I'm about to Google. You're on You're on the podcast right now. You need to Thor, know these things. not the Bifrost. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. All right, let's. All right, all right. we got to talk. We got to talk well, about okay. stuff. Okay, all right. You, you tried. <laughs> Goodbye. Love, Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Anyway, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. I don't know how we got to talk. Oh, brain. You and your brain hole. The brain hole. <laughs> the brain hole. <laughs> the brain hole. So, yesterday, don't know when you guys will be watching this, but uh, yesterday was the infamous election day in the, it was good the election. Old United States <laughs> well, of America. It was the midterm, which in some cases is, one of the is arguably, 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 arguably. Oh words, man, now you got me messed up. Words are Argu- hard. Argu- arguably, <laughs> arguably, 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 arguably. Anyways, that it, is it's up for debate. It is potentially probably the more important election. Sure. You know, because it, it, it probably actually makes more effect on your 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 actual life mm. and livelihood. Yeah, at least true. In, in the day to day. Yeah, true. So, well, I would say this, not that. Here we go. Oh the, gosh, the other guy's conspiracy. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> uh, our government of old 
I would say yes. But now it just seems like the last several presidents, they just kind of, the executive branch does whatever they want, whether they have legislation approval or not. We're supposed to have three separate entities of government. You know, you've got the executive, the legislature, and what's the other one? Uh, executive, judicial. Legis- judicial. And, and they're they're not separated Thank you anymore. so much, Coach Edwards. I remembered all three branches. <laughs> it's always the coach <laughs> always that the teaches coach. that class. <laughs> oh, man. It was our football coach, too. But Oh, he was a wrestling coach, but uh, still, a coach. still coach. Still yeah. coach, yeah. It's so it's like, you know, from yeah, just I don't even want to start naming <laughs> names, but like from Bush to Obama to Trump to Biden, it's you just are naming like, names. Yeah, <laughs> but all of them they did the same thing. Sure. They're like, we don't need approval. Just let me sign let it. Me let write me write it off. It, let me sign it. And 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 entity same person's like, this is not how it's supposed to work. That'd be like you and I having zero accountability here at the church. Uh, yeah, it's that'd not be, supposed to work that it's way. Not how it works. Anyways, that's the conspiracy theory corner. <laughs> the rant with the of other the day. Guy. Um, so yesterday <laughs> was election day. We're gonna start a separate channel. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be like you know when they it's do just those your interviews. Shot. Well, yeah, when they do those interviews and the the person being interviewed doesn't want to be seen, so it's like a dark uh. room and they're blacked out. That'll be the other YouTube channel. It's just me in a chair it's in a, a dark Robert. room and it's all blacked out, and we just go over uh, conspiracy theories. That'd be hilarious, that I, dude. I think it's a popular. But here's the thing: some of them are not. So conspiratorial, if I do say so myself. Anyways. Aliens. I'm just kidding. All right, well, that one I don't know about. <laughs> uh, which that's anyway. a discussion for another day. I mean, is there other life sources out there? Wow. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> we're about to open up a whole mm-hmm. other thing. Um, we're gonna get on a bit of a pet peeve here. A pet and peeve. We are gonna go in. Okay. At the church. In at the church. Yeah, we're going to call people out. Oh. And here's the thing. We're not leaving anybody. <laughs> Everybody's got a bullseye on their back. What's and we're happening, gonna, we're guys? Get them all. <laughs> Rob's, all right. Rob's coming for you. I am us. coming for you. <laughs> I have two problems, and I need the church to help me fix it because okay. we, right. we understand that the church is not a building. The church or the body of Christ is people. That's true. Yeah, and it, it is true. And so here's my two pet peeves. Number one. One. I'm sick and tired of the church glorifying people. Yes. The church is there to glorify God, mm. to glorify Jesus, to glorify the Holy Spirit. We need to stop glorifying people. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> people cannot fix our problems. Now, they might be able to assist or make it a little worse, but ultimately, at the end of the day, our faith is supposed to be in Jesus. God so, uses people, but so it's church, still God at the end of the day. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And then this is the other one. And this is all, we'll talk about it. It'll all be segued together. Uh, Other people stop using politics as your reason why you don't go to church. Because A, you're not supposed to judge Jesus through the lens of people. And I know it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And Christians are supposed to do their best to be an accurate representation of their Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. But let's be honest, we're humans, mm-hmm. and we fall short, just as the Word of God says, all have fallen short. <laughs> we fall short, and we do it on a regular basis. You know, I've spent the last 20 years of my life doing my level best to be a good representation of Jesus, mm. to help people, to love people, to be there for people. And along that road, I've made mistakes. I've made decisions that have hurt people, offended people, let people down, mm. But that can't be an excuse for someone to walk away from Jesus. Right. Ultimately, we have to have this relationship with him. And, and all these people who have left their, the church because of politics, they no longer, at least, I won't say all, I can't balkanize like sure. that. But most of the ones I've talked to have no relationship with Jesus anymore. Mm. 
and it breaks my heart. And I was talking to a young adult the other day, and I was like, when are you coming back to church, yada, yada, yada? And they're like, well, I just don't know that I believe in it anymore. And I was like, why? And they're like, because of Trump. I was like, what? Did the, did, now, now let, be, let me be fair. I've seen also church congregations doing some of the same stuff with Biden. It was way exaggerated with Trump. But the church has no business with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even if a church does get involved with that, somebody should not let that be a deterrent mm. from having a relationship with Jesus. We have always, we need to judge Jesus not based off of the flaws of mankind, but based off of the goodness of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we've got to figure out how to break through that because mm. I see that being an issue even moving forward. And one thing I've noticed is church people want their pastor to be political mm. as long as they're preaching politics that, that they, they agree, agree with. with. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And if they don't agree with it, then and 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 let me just tell, and you can chime in anytime. One reason why we don't do politics at Cornerstone Word of Life Church is because politics, no matter how you slice it, is divisive. Mm -hmm. It divides. Yeah. Look at the country. It's split like almost 50 50. Yeah, pretty much. Republican, Democratic with a few independents and some Green Party people <laughs> lingering <laughs> Green around Party in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Green Party. I mean, well, because yeah, I was watching I the election last night and there's yeah. like Green Party. I was actually shocked to see a lot of Libertarian on the ballot yesterday. That was right? new to me. I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. Um, no, I think that's thing, been a thing for a while. I mean, because even it, when I was a kid, I remember like the Libertarian. Well, I mean, Party. I guess like uh, at some point, I guess I had heard like you had to have enough. Mm. Support behind your which would make your sense. candidate before they could actually be put on the ballot. Yeah, and so it was just interesting to see. I mean, uh, here in Alabama, it's pretty much all red, no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was so funny because Rachel and I were just you go because we pay attention. We yeah, don't yeah. put our head in the sand. We pay attention, and like after Alabama poll closed, they had seven uh, percent of the vote in seven percent, and they called it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're like gay, gay Ivy. Yeah, I mean, I'm it, like, how can you call it with 7%? Like one person had 20 votes and one person had 90 votes and they called it. Yeah, they're, they're like, like this yeah, is good. That sounds, seems to be tracking pretty good here. Oh, man. That's amazing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, whether you're red or blue, Alabama's pretty much decided. But yeah. so here's the thing. When we started this podcast, one of the things we wanted to do is talk about Jesus and culture mm -hmm. and how culture's influence in the church but how and how that's wrong because Jesus yeah. is supposed to influence culture. Yeah. So this is going to be on our podcast from time to time. Sure. We've got to talk about these things. And we should have talked about it beforehand, yeah, honestly, yeah. because we should have encouraged our viewers, whether it's five, whether it's 500, to do your own research. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was watching Twitch because I love watching Twitch. I was watching some streamers and they were talking about it, They were, which I was really impressed. They were like, you cannot take Twitter as, <laughs> as truth. Yeah, absolutely. And these are secular dudes. Yeah. You know, the Ninja, Cypher PK, I was watching these guys. They're like, Twitter is, for the most part, is not factual. Yeah. And they're like, if you vote based off of Twitter, you're going to vote. I mean, essentially, like Twitter and social media, it's all rumors. It's all gossip. Right. It, it's all just for, uh, to start fires. You know what I mean? Right. And, and get clicks. And get clicks. And they get talked about, they even talked about that. They're like, as a streamer, we do what we do to get clicks. Mm -hmm. New weapon in Fortnite. Come on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. New map dropping today. And they're like, it's all about algorithms yep. and it's all about clicks. And they said the news does the same exact thing. Yeah. And so Ninja was like, when I see a story, he's like, I never shoot it out to somebody. Mm. He's like, I always do due diligence first. I find three or four sources, different sources. Mm -hmm. One that I know is liberal, one that I know is conservative. Right. And try I, to see and, both sides of I, it. And I try to find the truth. Because pastor has always said that to us, like about a fight in a marriage. There's always his side, her side, and the truth is mm -hmm. lying somewhere 
in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I feel like that's the way it is now with news. You have like CNN and Fox News, and they're both like got their points and their viewpoints, and then the truth is somewhere mm-hmm. in here. The problem is, is nobody travels to in here. They mm-hmm. just either take what CNN says or Fox News says, and then they just run with it. Yeah. And so there's not a lot of verification anymore. But so we should have encouraged people, don't just vote based off of emotion. Don't just base, vote based off of something you've seen a yeah. blue check mark say, even though now they have to pay $8 for it, <laughs> which is crazy. It's oh so my fun. Gosh. Don't vote. Be, and, 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 and this is a good habit to have mm-hmm. because you should have that same due diligence when it comes to your faith. Absolutely. I don't believe in Jesus based off of what someone said. Yep. yep. I don't believe the things that are supposed to be in my life concerning the word of God based off of what someone said. Absolutely. I believe the work of Christ in my life, what's supposed to happen is based off of what was said in the word of God. Mm. And so we encourage people, even in our services, hear what we're saying, but do your due diligence, study it out, yep. make sure we're accurate, make sure it's right, verify in the word of God, two to three verses that say the same thing, and build off of that. Mm-hmm. That's strong doctrine, yeah. and that's the way we build, right? And so we have a responsibility because if not, you know, Ephesians 4, it talks about how like people will be led astray because someone's going to make the lie sound like truth mm. and they're going to believe that lie. And the, re- the only reason someone believes a lie is because they don't know the truth. That's true. And they yeah. haven't done their due diligence to find the truth. Mm. And so when it comes to your relationship with God, you can't be deterred by, and I hate it. I hate that the waters have been muddied over the last three to four years. I hate it. Mm. But that is a terrible reason for you to walk away from the creator of the universe. Yeah. I'm just going to put people on blast. It's a terrible reason. Your relationship is more with God, with Jesus, is more important than not going because you don't like the politician that you know some people voted for. Mm. Feel free to chime in. I know, I know. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in as well. I mean, it's, you're... You're on your soapbox, man. Yeah, I am on my soapbox. <laughs> and even now, we're dealing with someone. We always deal with someone. Yeah. Like, they're questioning their faith because of behavior of men. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate it that men have let you down. Yeah. I hate it. And I hate it if for all the people that I've let down. But I am human, and that's not an excuse to make mistakes. But you don't judge Christ through Robert. Yeah. And I, What you're talking about right now, there's a, a whole lot of people that are dealing with yeah exactly this right now and it it really breaks my heart especially cuz that that's what the whole deconstruction movement a lot of it is at the end of the day it's based off of people yeah it, at least from what i gather now i'm i'm not trying to say this is every single person's story or whatever but it seems like most people have left their faith ultimately because of people right and and like you said, in a lot of ways, like we do need to do our due diligence and we do need to try to be the best example of Jesus if we possibly can. But at the end of the day, we're human. Yeah. And, and we're going to we're gonna mess up. Right. And if you put, and that's the whole issue, like when the church starts getting centered on a person, mm-hmm. well, that person's going to let you down. Yeah. And not only that, like, let's just use, let's just like a president. Mm-hmm. At best, they have eight, ter- eight, eight years. Yeah. Two terms. Yeah. So if your faith is in that, what happens after eight years? Exactly. Are you just wrecked? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what are you what are you building on? I man? mean, even here at Cornerstone, in in not in theory, the, the the vision and the goal is it's not about Pastor Mark. Yeah. 
Right. It's, it's Cornerstone well, right. not Pastor Mark. Cornerstone right. is God. Cornerstone yeah, the is vision Jesus. came from God. If, if for whatever reason, God forbid, Pastor Mark was not here tomorrow, Cornerstone lives on. That's right. Because God is still here. God's vision is eternal. It doesn't matter mm. if Pastor Mark's in the pulpit right. or, or Joe Schmo, Pastor Joe Schmo is in the pulpit. As long as he's with the vision that God has placed here at Cornerstone, that's Cornerstone right. lives on. Yes. And, and that's how we need to be with our faith. It, 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 we're not driven by a person. We're not driven by a movement. We're not driven by this, that, and the other. We're driven by Jesus. Yes. And, and that's where we have got to be. We've got to be centered on Jesus. Yeah. Because that is the direction, that is the only direction that, that is worth going after. Yeah, and it's going to be a letdown for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because right now, we'll just talk about the current administration because they're the one in power. If your faith is resting in Biden to fix the United States of America, what happens when he doesn't? What, what's your faith? What are you left with? Nothing, right? And let's say he even does fix the United States of America. What happens? He's not going to be in power forever. Yeah. This is just the way politics work. It's going to be Democrat for a season. It's going to be Republican for a season. Maybe one day it'll be Libertarian. Who knows? But one day you might get a green guy. <laughs> but the point, you might get a Green Party person. But they're not going to stay in power forever. Yeah. They've got a small window. And, and you don't, we don't jump from faith to faith like that. I don't, I don't put my faith in the current president right now. And then when he gets voted out and it's a Republican president, now I just wait four more years to have faith again. Well, and that's also bad too because you have people that like refuse to to say that they're they're president. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not my president. I'm not going to pray for them. Right? You know what I mean? But that's it's like even problem. even more so. Like if you disagree with the person in mm. office, like I feel like you should pray even harder. That just shows how shallow we are as Christians, right? Like pray for your enemies, guys. You're not going <laughs> to pray for someone because you don't like them. That is so unscriptural, right? You need to pray for that person so even more so because they're the ones that, that are making decisions it. and. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's a reason why you don't like them. So pray for them exactly. so those reasons can get fixed, hopefully, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to live peaceable. I want to live yep. in a good place. And, yep. you know, whether it's Trump next time or some other guy next time, like, I'm going to pray. Or some other girl. Or, yeah, whoever it is. Like, I, I want to live in a great place, and I, and I believe that we've got to pray for them. Yeah. And that's the way that I hope everyone looks at it, too, because that is— the only way that's actually going to invoke change because Jesus is the yes. one that actually helps. Yes. Jesus is the one yes. that, that is going to fix our issues. Yes. And, and we got to put our faith in that. And putting your faith in that, that brings lasting change. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because Jesus doesn't, isn't in power for four years and yep. then out of power for four years. Always. Jesus is always in power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the, he is the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. The Lord of Lords. You could say it this way. The, the president, president of presidents. presidents. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, we had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see why this is infuriating. And I'm not trying to come across in a way that's going to turn people off. But I, I, I want you to understand, we have hope because of the one our hope is in. Mm. And this is why people will have hope in a season and then they'll lose hope. Yeah. There were so many people, let's just be honest, let's call a, a, a donkey a donkey. There were so many people that when Trump didn't get reelected, they lost hope. Yeah. Because their hope was in a man. Yeah. And guess what? When Biden doesn't get reelected, I doubt he will, just judging off of approval ratings. If your hope is in him, then where's your hope go when he doesn't get reelected? Mm. You cannot put your faith and your hope 
in a man. Yeah. Now you can believe you should believe the best in everybody. Yeah. You know, and you should hope that you know they're not going to be a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> and not do you dirty. But ultimately, if you're going to have hope in this life, it's because you put the your hope in the source of hope. Amen. As the scriptures say. Yeah. And that that comes down to one person and one person alone, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, to the church on both sides, stop glorifying man and start glorifying Jesus. Amen. Glorify Jesus on Facebook. Glorify Jesus on Instagram. Glorify Jesus on TikTok. Glorify Snapchat, still a thing. <laughs> glorify Jesus on all social platforms. Glorify Jesus. Stop talking about men. Stop talking about women. And start talking about the King of Kings. It's this, so that's the first spanking. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Don't come back until you know what you've done wrong. <laughs> the second one is, please, do not, this is such a weird expression, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. If somebody has hurt why, you. Why is that expression? I mean, I guess because you want to save the baby. I, I <laughs> so just, you got to throw the bathwater. Bathwater's gross. I know, but I just don't really, I've never, I've never understood it. I guess at some point in time, people were doing that. They're like, <laughs> this bath is gross. There goes the child with it. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Uh, But the point is, is just because one port's dirty doesn't mean all of it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because one part's wasteful doesn't mean you you. throw off the treasure with it, right? (laughs) We have this treasure in Jesus. Amen. And maybe some of the bathwater got dirty Mm -hmm. over the last four years, and you got to cleanse that. Yeah. But don't throw the baby out with it, which is Jesus Christ. Don't throw your relationship out with it. Get some new bathwater. That's fine. I encourage that. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're in a situation where, for whatever reason, you're around people that are constantly glorifying man over God, get some new water. Get some new water. Get in a different uh, culture. Get a different pool. Get in a a different, I don't know. Slip in a new bathtub. Change your new environment. Get get somewhere different. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I think if there's, if I mean, this is just my opinion at yep. this point but if you're in a church that's constantly glorifying whoever it is in office mm. i don't know that that's the church i'd want to you be need in. to full send it out of there because like you said there's going to be a day that they're not in there anymore that's right. so, so who are they going to talk uh, about yeah. now <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like that to me that's just wrong that's yeah. not we're, we're about jesus yes. and so and i think that that's what you should want to be in an environment that's only about jesus and always mm. points to jesus and so if you can get yourself out of an environment that's Got dirty bath water or whatever. That's going to be the best thing for you. Right. Get yourself that's in a place that's centered on Jesus. Because if you're centered on Jesus, yes. if you're focused on Jesus, mm. things will change. And you'll always have hope. And you'll always have hope. Because he can pull you through any situation. Amen. Situations that politicians can't pull you through. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this. Situations they don't want to pull you through. Mm. <laughs> All of you that think they actually want to help you... <laughs> Come on now. Conspiracy Rob. <laughs> Conspiracy Rob here. A lot of these guys are in it for themselves. Yeah. You do have those jewels and those gems that genuinely care about people and want to help people, want to do what's best for people. But come on, let's put our faith in the one who truly wants to help us. Amen. And not only says he wants to help us, but demonstrated it through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen. He demonstrated how much he cares about us. He demonstrated how the lengths he was willing to go to to mm. help us by sending, you know, his one and only begotten son, that his son would suffer a horrible, miserable death here on the earth and then go down to hell to pay the ransom so we could have freedom and have eternal life. Focus on that. Amen. 
focus on how good he is and how much he loves you. And I'm not saying, I'm not downplaying the difficulty of the season to be a part of the church. I get it. But what I'm encouraging you to do is push through that because your relationship with Jesus is more important. Mm-hmm. Don't let anything pull you away from him. And, and, and let him be your focus and let him be the center of everything you do. You know, because this stuff isn't going away. Yeah. It's just not. It's going to, we're living in the end times and the toxic is going to get more toxic. You know, uh, I love how everybody is saying that now that Elon took over Twitter, Twitter is toxic. Were you on Twitter before (laughs) Elon took over? It's always toxic. Twitter's always been a cessful of just toxicity. It's it's so funny how people think stuff just began like in this moment. (laughs) And so we got to get away from all the shenanigans, guys. And uh, I pray that if you've been hurt by the church, that you will let God heal that. Mm. But he can't heal that if you run away from him. Amen. I pray if a pastor has let you down, and they do, they're human. Mm-hmm. I pray if a minister has hurt you. I pray if people in a church have hurt you by what they've posted. Don't let that be a wedge between you and the almighty God. Mm. Don't let that be a wedge between you and what Jesus has done for you. Do not judge Jesus based off of the faults of men. Judge Jesus based off of the goodness of Jesus. Amen. And let that be your focus. And the Bible even talks about this. It says, let us make an allowance for each other's faults. Mm. God knew I'm placing humanity in charge of this ordination called the church. Yeah. And they're flawed. So make an allowance for those flaws. Mm. Make an allowance for those faults. And the reason I believe that's in there is because we have to have grace mm-hmm. and mercy that we in love that we extend to one another. And when God told us to do that, he's like, this is how you're going to stay connected. Mm-hmm. And, and I tell people all the time, you said it, Pastor Mark, if, if you come to Cornerstone, you need to come to Cornerstone for Jesus and for God. Because if you come for Pastor Mark, when he says something from the pulpit that you don't like, you'll leave. Oof. Yeah. And, and I'm not even talking about politics. I'm talking about something that challenges you from yep. the word of God. Yep. And you don't like it because we don't like to be challenged in some areas of our life. <laughs> we just don't as human beings. Yeah. And if you're coming to a church for a man or for a woman, whether they're in the pulpit or whether it's a relationship, as soon as something is said that you don't agree with or something said that challenges you or something said and you take offense, you're going to be gone. But if you are coming for Jesus, now the pastor and minister can speak into your life with the difficult things and you're going to stick it out and you're going to recognize it as reproof, Mm. correction, discipline, and things that you need to work on, right? Because this is how we perceive it now. Something said from the word of God, and we just make it all about, I don't even know what we make it about. (laughs) But we need to see it as what it really is. Mm -hmm. God's trying to get us through something so we can come out on the other end of it better. Better representations of him, and also so better things can happen in our lives. You know, and and so just push through that that stuff. And, and, And if you have fallen away, come back to him. Yeah. That's what's amazing is God is always there. Mm. So no matter how far you try to run from him, no matter like what you've done, um, God's still there and he's still waiting for you and his arms are extended, his arms are open and he wants you to come back to his, his embrace. And I think that 
<clears throat> hopefully the one that's listening to this podcast today, maybe they found mm. themselves turned off by Jesus, turned off by the church because of what someone's done. And hopefully I believe right now you're feeling like, okay, it's time to give him a chance again. Yeah. And God is there. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you said, what you've done, what you've been through. You can be restored. Yeah. And no matter what's happened, let's, let's get back. Let's have conversations. If someone's hurt, you talk to them. Yes. Why, why don't we have conversations anymore? Yes. Let's talk to people. Let's, let's, if someone, you know, hey, you said this and it really hurt my feelings. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And, and let's, let's work through it. Can we care enough about each other to, to, to preserve relationships through conversation? If, if Cody does something to offend me, I'm not just going to write him off. I'm going to be like, Cody, Yeah. you know, you said this and it really, you know, hurt my heart. Right. Let's talk about it, man. And, and hopefully he does the same thing. You know what I mean? Relationships are so important. Mm-hmm. And it seems like in society, we're just so willing to <laughs> get rid of them. And, and that's, not, that's not healthy. That's yeah. not good. We need to learn how to have a healthy discord. And part of a healthy discord is being willing to talk about difficult things. Yes. Yeah. Without getting angry or violent mm. or upset. Let's talk about these difficult things because difficult things can only be resolved with difficult conversations. Mm. It's the only resolution. And so if we're not, you know, like if you've ever had an issue with your husband and wife, if you've ever been in a fight, the only way to get through that is through a difficult conversation. Mm. And if you don't have a difficult conversation, you sweep it under the rug and eventually it's going to come out and destroy your marriage. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same way in church. If you ignore things, hurts and offenses and things that are said, have, have some dialogue. Yeah. Give somebody, because through dialogue, you're able to see the individual's heart. Yeah. And then you can decide from there. Yeah. Okay, this person's just got an evil heart. Yeah, because, I mean, if you never talk about it, you don't really know. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like true. You're just making an assumption <clears throat> based off of maybe one comment. Uh, now, maybe if there's a multitude of comments that have been made, you can probably have a, a broader perspective about it. But a conversation yep. should help. Yeah. <laughs> it should paint a better picture of that person and their intent and their heart. And like you said, uh, maybe it was something that happened in church. We'll schedule a meeting. Yeah. Call the church office and sit That's down exactly with somebody right. and, and, and talk about it and figure out what's going on. I think that, that that's been a bit of an issue that I feel like I've seen too, is that people have left without trying to right. uh, find a resolution, a resolution. first. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they just went ahead and just made a decision to leave, but it's like, Hey, we can fix this yep. or Hey, we can work on this. We can have an understanding about this. I mean, like, I mean, even like when it comes to like a garden or whatever, I was thinking uh, recently you were, you were having so much success with your peppers. So and I was much. like, why aren't my peppers growing? Mm. <laughs> and then like part of me is I was about to just give up on them. You know what I mean? I was about to just whatever. They're not going to grow this year. And I was, I was thinking about just digging it up. Uh-huh. And then literally the next couple of days later, I had pepper galore. Wow. They just started yeah. popping out. But mm. if I had pulled them out mm. a couple of days earlier, yeah. I wouldn't have had any peppers. Mm. Like we have to understand like it's not worth removing ourselves because there will be fruit there will be growth there will be uh, a future for you Mm. but you have to stick it out and the only way to do that is through conversation and through your relationship with god and uh, it's it's worth sticking it out it's worth um i I guess i'm not finding the right words here but it's just like don't don't give up on yourself don't give up on god yeah that's important yeah at the end of the day, people are more important than their political persuasions. Yes. Yeah. People are more important. In, in, in because of political persuasions, we've started to mistreat each other. Mm. 
because of what what one person is politically persuaded by by this other person being politically persuaded and then we judge them off of that and then that affects our behavior towards them mm. and that's just not right yeah it's just not right and we've got to start looking at everything through the lens of god's word mm. start start uh i forget what it was said but don't don't look at jesus through the lens of politics but look at politics through the lens of jesus christ mm. do that amen and, and 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 that's with everything yeah yeah I don't look at my marriage through the lens of Rachel. I look at the, my marriage through the lens of Jesus Christ. Mm. And through that lens, I see how I'm supposed to treat her, Amen. how I'm supposed to love her, how I'm supposed to communicate with her, how I'm supposed to be with her. And because I'm looking at it through that lens, it's a healthy relationship. Amen. Yeah. But if I look at my marriage through the lens of Rachel, now I'm going to start, it's not going to be healthy because now as she treats me, I'm going to treat her. Mm. As she says things, I'm going to say things. When she does something, I'm going to retaliate. Because All because I'm looking at it through the wrong lens, That's an cool. unhealthy lens. Jesus is the only healthy lens to look at life. In all. And this is what I love <clears throat> about looking at life through the lens of Jesus. He shows you how to deal with everything. Mm-hmm. Money, yep. friendships, marriages, children, <laughs> your career. I mean, you can't, your habits... extracurricular activities there's not a single thing that he's left undone he he through that lens you can see how to have every interaction in every single discord of life Mm. and 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 then he'll show you the most healthy way to have all those interactions the most healthy way to have a political interaction the most healthy way to have a marital interaction the most healthy way to have a father son father daughter interaction the most healthy way to have this interaction with my finances he shows me the most healthy way to have every single exterior interaction Amen. in this world that i'm going to face and so, so if we want to live the most healthy lifestyle let us look at everything even with your diet you know he'll show you <clears throat> even he talks about that exercise even though it profits little, it does profit you. And so every, you know what I mean? Yeah. He left nothing unsaid and undone. It's all in there. It's so good. <clears throat> and this relationship with him, you know, it shows us like what Cody said earlier, even it shows you how to treat your enemies. <laughs> it shows you everything. Amen. Yeah, you're right. And so look at life. And that's why the devil works so hard to get us to look through this other lens. Mm. He wants us I got this weird hand lens for those who are listening and not watching. <laughs> yeah, he's been looking at it for a minute I've been looking now. at it for a minute. I, I'm Italian. <laughs> I speak with my hands, you know. Oh, but he wants you to look at life through the lens of politics and only through yeah. the lens of politics. It's so it's interesting. what the devil wants. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, as you're saying that now, he's so good at getting you to, like, move the lens. Yes. And we, as <clears throat> believers, we have to keep our lens fixed. Yep. And Yep. You know, I've been thinking about, as we've just been talking about this, like, you know, Peter on the water, like, as he was walking towards Jesus, like, mm, the winds were mm-hmm. already there. You know, the winds were already against them. And, like... That's so powerful. You know what I mean? Like, there's there was already distraction. Mm. There was already all the stuff going on. And, and, and he so had true. his focus on Jesus at first. And then... And mm. it's not like... There was never in the mm. word that I know of where it said, like, and then a stronger wind happened. Right, right. Or then a crazier, loud right. sound happened or a Come big on. wave. It was just all of a sudden he just, he just took his focus mm. off Jesus. Mm. The winds were already there. So true. But he took his eyes off Jesus just for a moment, and at that moment, he started to sink. It opened him up to all the storms. Yeah. And, and all the effects of the storm. It, I just don't, uh, so it's just so crazy because it was already there, but all the enemy had to do was just get him off for just a second Yep. Yep. to make him think like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. But then, you know, 
obviously Jesus in his grace, <clears throat> he picked him up yep. and showed him, okay, get your focus back on too. me. I love that too. Get your focus back on me. And that's what he's saying to someone right now. Get your focus back on me. Yeah. And God is so good. Mm. And he's so, he's so wonderful in that respect. Mm. of like, when your focus gets off, <clears throat> I, it happens, yeah. but I'm here. Yep. And, and what's so bad too is, you know, when Peter was on that, that water, and he was walking, you know, he was, he was at a distance, you know, cause they didn't recognize him. Yeah. They didn't recognize Jesus on the water. Yeah. They didn't know who it was. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> Peter said, Lord, if it is you yeah. have me come. And so Peter started to go and I feel he, he went for a while, right? Mm. He had to walk for a while because when he, he sank, it said Jesus then picked him up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he got close. He he walked mm. on that water for a good minute for to, a, yeah. to actually be close enough to be picked up by Jesus. So yeah. it was like he got all that way. Yeah. Mm. And then he took mm. his focus off. Yeah. He walked towards Jesus for however long, and then he took his focus off. Like he was almost yeah. there. Yeah. You're almost there. Mm. Wherever God's taking you, whatever God is bringing you through, you're almost there. Don't take your focus off now. Mm. You're so close. Yep. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm. Don't take your focus off. Don't let the enemy take your focus off because you're Amen. almost there. Don't let him steal all that progress you made. Exactly. You are. You already walked on. Mm. You are almost there. You've already made it. You're, you're basically there. You've almost made it through. Don't yep. let. Don't let the enemy take you. Take you down. And, and you've already worked so hard to get where you're at today. Mm. Keep your focus on Him. And I, <clears throat> and I know we got to wind this down, but one thing about that biblical, we don't got to wind it down. <laughs> one thing about that biblical account that I, I really love that I'm just now thinking of is it, it, not it, Jesus didn't like lift him up and was like, "Now go back and start over." Yeah, all right, get back in the boat. Get we'll back, try this again. Yeah, he just picked him up right where he was, yep. and now let's move forward. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what the apostle Paul said: Let's forget those things that are behind us. Yeah, Peter, forget that you sank. Mm-hmm. Now pick yourself up and let's just move forward. Yep. And so, you know, if we made a mistake and if we've fallen away and if we jeopardized our relationship with him, you're not going back to ground zero. Mm. Just, just pick it up right there, wash your hands, ask for forgiveness, and, and move forward. That's good. Not that's, all that's is lost. Don't let the devil steal your progress. Oh, I got to start all over now. No, you're, no, 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 no. Pick up that relationship. He's waiting for you right there. Just pick up that relationship right there and move forward in God. Man, that's so good. And, I heard a lot about that. Oh, gosh, that's so good. Amen. And I absolutely love what, we've heard that example so many times, but it's just so true. The circumstances were always there. Mm -hmm. The storm was always there. Mm -hmm. Just his lens of what he was looking at life through changed. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the devil works so hard. He works so hard to change our perspective. It reminds me of the children of Israel when he made that staff with the serpent on it. And he said, whoever has a steadfast gaze will live and not die. Mm. And that's the time we live in now. You've got to have a steadfast gaze on Jesus Christ. And the devil will use every resource and every tool and every weapon in his arsenal to change your gaze, Mm. to get you look at, he will use politics. He will use social media. He's done a great job at it through TikTok and other sources to get people to change their gaze. Mm. And when they change that gaze, now they're judging Jesus based off of what they're looking at now. Instead of judging Jesus off of being fixed on him. Yeah, I mean, because again, the storms were already there. 
And so it's yeah. like Peter, when he took his gaze off Jesus, he, it's like he forgot. Yeah. He forgot, the, he, he forgot what Jesus just told him he could do. And he forgot how good Jesus was. Exactly. Like, we cannot forget what God has told us. We cannot forget how good he is. We've got to keep, keep our focus on his word. Yeah. And his love. I, I, I like to think about it, and this just now hit me, when he's looking at Jesus and walking on that water, one reason I believe he's walking on water, first of all, Jesus told him to, but as he's looking at Jesus, he's thinking, that is my good shepherd. There's mm. no way he's going to let me fail. There's no way he's going to let me get hurt. There's no way that this is going to happen. That's Jesus. He said, if it's you. That's Jesus. Give I'm me walking, to come. <laughs> I'm walking to Jesus. There's no way. He is so good. He's not going to let me drown. Amen. He's not going to let the storm hurt me. I'm looking at him. Therefore, I can do this. I can walk on the water because I know he's good. Mm. My good shepherd, my loving shepherd, my, my caring shepherd is right there in front of me. Therefore, I can defy this storm and I can go and be with him. And when he shifted away from the goodness of God, when you're looking at Jesus, all you see is goodness because yeah. that's all he is. <laughs> That's all he is. There's nothing bad about him. He's absolutely amazing that way. And so let's just realign some things and let's come back. And maybe there's been some things in your life and in my life that's caused us to shift focus. Let's just come back and let's refocus. Yeah. A refocus. He's doing the hand thing again. I love the hand thing. <laughs> and we're just looking at Jesus through this lens now. Amen. 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 And, and let's, let's just grow in him and experience the goodness of God every day. Amen. So... Our challenge, mm. uh, I kind of forgot what a challenge was, but I guess... The, the no, here's the challenge. Just every day, fi- make sure you're focused on him. Mm. Don't let your... don't Do what Proverbs says. Don't look to the left nor to the right. There you go. Yeah. Just straight ahead. Steadfast gaze. Straight ahead. And, 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 and stay to that path that he has for you. There's going to be many things that are going to try to turn what you're looking at. But just... And, and, and you can hear about those things and you can talk about those things as long as it doesn't change what you're gazing at. Mm. And look at him. And stay focused on him. And and that's our challenge to you and our challenge to us. Amen. Love it, guys. Yep. Get out there. I uh, hope you have a great week. And we'll see you guys for the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.